Hey everyone, this is your host Josh Baker with the Intelligent Conversations podcast where we believe everyone has a form of intelligence that resides within them. Our goal is to encourage these type of conversations for our audience to listen to. Without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have the honor to speak with Kimberly Ann Bell. She is an author, public speaker, who has lived quite the life. She uses experiences from her personal life to help people with the most difficult things that they encounter. So Kimberly, thank you for coming on. I really look forward to hearing what you have to say today. But from what I can tell when I read your bio when I was checking up on you, you've lived quite a life. So I, I kind of want you to start there. Could you, you know, share some things that you think would be appropriate for people to know about you? Well, um, thank you, first of all, Josh, for having me. Glad to have you. <laughs> it's a blessing and an honor. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and um, taking your time to um, have me heard. Uh, so I, I guess um, my first thing I would I would want to share is um, um, finally finding the courage to to speak my truth and to accept my truth um, that had the first, I guess, initial healing for me and freedom. Yeah, oh, that's that's great. Could you uh, tell me a little bit more about that? What what was like the experiences that led up to that? So what kind of helped you uh, get to that point right there? As you said, what, such a life. <laughs> <laughs> such a life, such a life. Um, and, and then repeated cycles and, um, unhealthy ones. And, and I had to, you know, want to to just get that choice and that mentality to choose better to say, you know, where is this coming from? Why is this cycle repeating? And, and um, do I want a life filled with anxiety and depression and, 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 um, and um, um, issues with rejection and abandonment? Do, do, is this, is this the type of life that I want to live? I only had this one life, this one earthly yeah. life. I, I have never heard no one say that as repeats or actually, <laughs> actually seen it so therefore I'm taking it as this reality this is just one life this is one chance that I have do I want to live this type of life and I had to choose um to accept my past all of it and I really believe um a lot of guilt a lot of shame um things that had uh happened beyond my control I I held responsibility of which I shouldn't have for years. Yeah. I can't be responsible for anyone else's actions. I can only be responsible for my own. And until it's finally hit me, I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. So um, yeah, let me accept everything from the beginning mm -hmm. all the way up here and um, embrace uh, those things that I chose to do and why. And then choose now, what do I want to accept as far as my future? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thank you for sharing that. That was, that was great. I think a lot of people, I, I want to ask you this though. Was, was it hard to like, kind of come to that truth to kind of come to that reality? Was it really hard to like, kind of change your mindset to go to that type of mentality? Very, 
very hard. <laughs> very and, it hard. Was a, and, and it was a process, very hard. A lot of times I can I can personally say I um made choices because of whatever because of what people um expected for me mm-hmm. to do. Um living for someone else. I remember going through a period of my life running, hmm. running away from my truth so that everyone else could live whatever their yeah. truth is. <laughs> exactly. But I did, but I did. Yeah. So just like, now I'm still in my hometown and I'm like, I know that this is just not a permanent space, you know, place for me. I, mm-hmm. I've, I've been blessed to set the foundation for a legacy for my grandkids and my children that if they ever need a home, we have a family home. On it, yeah. sure. But, um, my next move from another state won't be running. It will be the door open, uh, the the um the opportunity the door of the opportunity opening up for me. Yeah, exactly. I I, I want to ask you this. This kind of just came to my mind. So for the listeners that are like tuning in right now, how would you help them like recognize those opportunities? How would you help them say, hey, like like you said, find their own truth? What would be your advice to help them find? those opportunities? Um, I, I would say the reinvesting in yourself. Um, that's the, that's the, that's the most gifted gift anyone could give their self is that invest in their self so that they can reach that truth moment. And even if they don't want to share it, just accepting it. Yeah. Sharing is good, but just accepting it. I ended up sharing with the world, but, <laughs> but, you know, um, I learned the more I dove into investing in me and loving me, it was getting me closer and closer to reach that accepting the truth and attracting people that seeing that I loved me, that I came first. Yeah. I, yeah, I like, I like the thoughts that are circulating here. I think a lot of people can benefit from that. So I, I want to, I know, know you mentioned that it's a process that it was a process to get to that point. Uh, what, what were some of the obstacles that you encountered that, you know, kind of, you felt like it kind of held you back, but then once you overcame them, you're just like, you just felt so relieved to overcome those obstacles. Um, well, some of the process, like, um, I was determined never to give, give up. <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> determined somebody never give up and never give in even though like I was telling you those processes there were a lot of times I wanted to a lot of times that I had thoughts of is this life even worth living with four children at the time oh wow they wasn't even yeah so you would can people can imagine it's like oh my gosh but you had not one, but four children, and you were willing to leave them. Yes, it got that bad. <laughs> I thought wow. about it's like, but I, it was just this hope in God and faith that I had that if I could just make it through this day or tomorrow, mm-hmm. hang in there, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so the processes of um, never um, having that um, bond with my biological mother. I had to accept that um, where the acceptance and the validation I would never as right now get from her that I always wanted, but being open to whenever she comes to her truth and want a relationship that my heart will be ready, but it won't be compromised. Yeah. I love won't be compromised as far as I'm buying the love or I'm forcing the love that 
I had to go through that process of stopping. So that was one of the processes that I had to accept because I was given away by both of my biological parents and raised by someone else at around five to six years old. So it wasn't like I didn't know them. So I had to deal with and come to grips with rejection and abandonment. And was there something about me? And then finding later in life, okay, the first man or the first woman that seen um, my self-worth, I didn't see it, but wanting Kim's assistance that I just dove right in. Oh my God, they accept me. Oh my gosh, they want me. Oh my God, they love me. Oh my God, what more can I give? What more can I give? What more can I yeah. give? And I'm giving and giving and giving and giving and draining myself. I got to help this. And, and it's so crazy, Josh, because one of my daughters, one of my adult daughters, I have four adult daughters and um, a minor said, you are not the savior. You can, you got to stop being the savior. And what actually they were looking and witnessing is that I was, um, going, going ham on someone finally seeing me without me seeing myself. And I'm just forgetting myself, losing myself, Mm -hmm. but giving all to someone else. And so processes of four marriages, divorce, um, grieving my, um, first love, my, uh, um, first protector, which was my adopted dad. Um, in 97, he was able to, to, to see all of my four adult children. Matter of fact, the, the last one, which was a son, um, that was born in 97, he did get to hold him when he was six weeks old and then he passed away, but reinvesting myself and going back and accepting the truth. I went through a grieving, uh, stage when I lost him into trying to find it in an older man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying there. I, man, like I said, that, that was, you just dropped a bunch of things that I think, man, one person living that in a lifetime, that is just absolutely crazy that right. a person has to live like that. But you know, I, you, you accepted it. I think that yes. is a great thing to do. And you also had the resilience to just keep going too. Like, yeah, I think that's like the step-by-step process there is you start by, you know, accepting it and then you keep going, right? Resilience. Right. Well, right. I feel like there has to be one more step though. What would you say is that last step to kind of just get you going and really just keep progressing? Um, I, I really rely on my faith. I count on that every day and that self-love, that self-care um, that I didn't apply years ago. I apply it daily and I don't do it now for any of my children or anybody is for me. It's for me because I look at the tools before that I used and just people might think, you know, that just because you didn't go into drugs or alcohol, that there were unhealthy tools that you you go through. And they are like, I remember working myself to death to avoid the, I was a workaholic to avoid the pain, two jobs, going to school, um, just so that I could numb the pain. Um, I went through um, not taking care of my body, just um, eating whenever I wanted to, whatever I wanted to, not not, um, treating my body as this is the one temple that I'm going to have for the lifetime. And so put that as a priority. 
that wasn't a priority. Everything else was a priority. And so I was, I had to re-examine things that I did that was not healthy, that that was not getting me nowhere. Um, yeah, I was functionally working. Yes, blessings still came. I was able to get into a lot of uh, different occupations. But then as I started reinvesting in myself and looking back, these occupations and, and those doors that were open were lessons for me to learn to get where I'm at now, for me to embrace. What did I learn through those things? And just like you said about the resilience, I got tickled because I was um, blessed to be a um, DUI counselor for four years after I finished my um, undergrad and my minor was in psychology and counseling. Now, mind you, I went through a misdiagnosis. For six years, I was in resource. The statistics said I would never read or write. So mind you, I'm now in a situation where, okay, I got these two degrees. And I remember being a DUI counselor for four years. And one of the sessions that we worked on was resilience. Mm -hmm. And so even though I was like in my fourth marriage and that ended up being a divorce, there was a lesson to be learned to help me build some things inside of me to go to where I'm at now. And people don't realize that understanding life is that, um, and accepting, um, I brought out in the sessions a lot that we, we all didn't make bad decisions. We all didn't make, you know, messed up, um, uh, choices. So, um, every choice that we make in life, rather just getting up out the bed is it, consequences, <laughs> consequences, yeah. good and bad. So, um, you have to look at, and what I started to understand and look at, there is a uh, uh, good and bad. And without those two things, uh, out those two forces does not make that masterpiece or that, as you were talking about that resilience and that essence that I have found, and it still does not stop. Yeah. It still does not stop. What it does is it helps you to maneuver and deal with things that comes our way, changes that comes our way. Um, because as long as we live here on earth, ch- changes will happen. Oh, yeah. Um, like I was sharing with my four adult children and I have a six-year-old, I'm, I'll be 49 this year, Josh. So it's, it's a very big difference. It's yeah. a very big difference. And my adult son and his grand, uh, his, um, his son had moved back home, but it's, um, it's, I re- really believe the experiences and the, and the essence and, and as I keep building on this resilience, um, tools that I have is it, it gives me the ability to, um, mother them, mother, my adult children as they are adults and my minor, you know, in this day and age and, um, feel good about it, living mm-hmm. the moment, but also a real, 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 relying on God to, to help me balance, help me balance those things that, um, that's already currently in my life. And those unexpected beyond my control will happen. Now, just like my adult, uh, the adult baby girl had a very bad illness not too long ago. And it, I had to readjust my schedule. She was in the hospital for a week. She's married. She has three children. And because of the COVID and everything, only one person had to be there. Mm-hmm. Of course, to put her mom down there. So, um, I'm, um, readjusted my schedule. I made sure that she was washed up and, 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 and knew what was going on. She had blood transfusion. And then um, they were talking about taking her to John Hopkins. I had already had on my schedule. I was going to a concert. I was seeing Maxwell that weekend, but I had already said in the back of my mind, I was like, if you're going to John Hopkins, that's where I will be this weekend. (laughs) 
There you go. So, um, but but once again, there would have been days, um, and I, re- I I can recall in my mentality and the partner that I had chose, I would have been a wreck. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. not have been able to take um, that adjustment, that beyond my control, that whole week of not knowing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that taking the time out for me and understanding who Kim is and self-loving me and then reinvesting and the good and the bad, uh, accepting the good and the bad in my life to where I'm at now to, um, to have that ability um, to not get into those cycles that I remember seeing or having before. That, that quick impulsiveness, that yeah. quick anxiety, the quick depression, that quick, am I doing enough? <laughs> and what more can I do? That frantic, yeah. you know, because I'm a mom and I take it so over <laughs> overwhelming because of, once again, accepting my past. And I had even um, embraced having a mental health therapist help me see, help me um, um you know, um, respond to the things that I chose to do or the things that I do, um, in, in such a, um, overwhelming way and, 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 and like, um, uh, demanding way because of the broken foundation and where I had to have someone, uh, um, in the mental health, uh, profession, to, to sit down with me and let me open up, you know, to, for, for her to understand and say, okay, this is why you have to, you know, understand yourself and where you had, um, why this decisions you make and why, you know, your kids can, you know, you have to have a balance and your children can be, uh, a part of your, um, stability and can be part of your instability. If you do not you know, yeah. make sure you you have that mental check. And so, you know, like I said, she got me to understand at having my first one at 15, I vowed it started with her that she mm-hmm. would never feel that missing mom component in her life because here I missed it. Yeah. And so I went overboard. And so I had to now which, like I said, all the the years of even, you know, partners that, you know, I ended up, you know, having a committed relationship with and um, having children by um, understanding now um, the type of person I am, that it's okay for me to be patient. It's okay for me to wait. It's okay for me to understand if this person that I want to be committed to have a similar background. What is important to them? What is important to me? What does their 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 future look like? What does my future look like before I go and 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 and, and say, okay, yeah, this is this is we're we're meant to be together because we then you know slept together and yeah. I love you and you love me and, and therefore you accept me and I can help you and so we 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 this is what we should do. No, you know, so those things had to you know help me help me. Yeah, I I think. Uh... As you were talking through that, I was starting to think to myself, I'm like, it's almost like you have to ask the right questions to yourself. Right. And if you, if you ask the right questions, then it puts you like in a better position. And again, that patience, if you have the 
patience to be like, because oftentimes we'll be like, oh, why are they doing this right now? Like, blah, blah, blah. like we want to be the best type of thing. Mm-hmm. But if we have the patience, like to just slow down a bit and say, all right, wait, why am I acting like this? Why am I yes. even asking this question in the first place? And then really just like dig down deep and start asking those questions to yourself. I think that is one of the most powerful things someone can do because yes. I mean, as much as people like want to solve all the problems in the world, it starts with a question, right? And I think it's in our DNA. Like we want to solve problems. Like that's how yes. we get joy. Yes. And when we, uh, you know, every time we solve that problem, we're like, oh, we feel good about ourselves. But right. the thing is, is, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, we ask more questions to create more problems. I guess that's a horrible analogy, but we, we ask questions to be like, all right, wait, why am I doing this? How can I be better? than I was yesterday. And I think that ultimately is what life's all about is just being better than what you were yesterday. Like just taking one step forward at a time. So uh, great, great thoughts that you were sharing there. I loved what you shared there. So I want to drop though, the intelligent question of the day today. And that is, how would you help someone develop patience? Because I think some of those, you know, smaller kids, I mean, they're everything, especially in today's day and age, everyone wants things now. So for the intelligent question of the day, how would you help, you know, some of these young kids that have instant gratification develop patience? Well, first I would want to ask and and see if I could get them to get the understanding of why the rush, like you said, ask them to see if there would be an openness or willingness to feel um, what is the rush? What Mm -hmm. what is the instant gratification of the reason to um, rush? Is it because of what they've seen? If this is what they observed, is that, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. take it from there to, um, because a lot of times I really believe that my impulses have came to what I was taught what I observed and what I've heard, you know? Yes. I, we're, we're definitely people that learn based off those yes. things you said. We learn by seeing, saying, and hearing mm-hmm. and doing. Right. We, we all learn in different ways. And I think that, that right there, everyone, that's the intelligent answer of the day. That was, that was great. Uh, I know you mentioned uh, before we not start this interview and all that, that you have a book, that you have something along those lines. Could you share like what would be the best way people could get a hold of that? What's the best way they can, you know, find you, reach out to you? What's the best way they can do that? Okay, so I have first this I'm going to have another one. <laughs> but um I'm working on the in between, but this is going to be always my babies, but this is my memoir. This is um the epitome of Kimmy um on um Amazon and Goodreads and it's the only picture that I have of myself, um, I don't have any infant pictures um, or pictures with my biological family. So I thought it was very, very one of the, the mm-hmm. defined moment to get that little girl picture of the, the first picture that I, I had in my possession when I um, went to my adopted family. Um, and um, Kimmy came from my 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 adopted dad and um I love music all types of music so yeah. I listen to music 
all of the time. That's one of my coping tools. And I remember a song um, came on and in one of the lyrics, she said something about the epitome and I'm writing it down and I'm Googling it. <laughs> and I said, oh my gosh, there it is. Can I put this together? And so that's how the epitome of Kimmy came along. But um, I'm just so blessed with that um, memoir from the beginning. I talk about my foundation all the way from my um, educational years to um, first uh, getting comfortable into my home and then um, experiencing um, the um, denomination, the generational era back then and how they relied on spiritual, on um, God. And I um, was um, a victim of um, child molestation inside of that home. And that was my first sexual experiences, but that's in the book. And I carry you through all the births of my children, because I was in different mentality, different seasons of my life with all the births of my children, all the four marriages to where I'm at now. <laughs> so it is a blessing to get out. So it's a must read. And um, someone you may know that uh, have encountered some similar situations or you yourself encountered some similar situations. It is a definitely um, an, a transparent book that I just released everything that um, my truth that I felt that would help someone else. And that's, that was just the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th thank you for that. Everyone that's listening, watching, I would be sure to go check that out. And is that on Amazon, Audible, all those uh, it's platforms. on Amazon ebook, not Audible yet, but it's on the ebook. And I heard the ebook is really, really, really great because it's not not as long as people think it is. Um, so the ebook and Goodreads, and um, you can get a copy off of Amazon. And then my website um, is a very good website that you can look at, and you can see my babies, you can see my <laughs> children, and. Um, and the family and um, reach out to me, connect with me. Um, I also am doing a mentoring project where I have some mentoring sessions that um, I am able to do. I'm able to travel. So one of them I'm going to be doing this Saturday in DC, which is called the balance beam of life. So um, I'm just excited. So, yeah. Yeah. Just sweet. I, it sounds like you have great things coming to you and I, I couldn't be more excited. That's, that's so cool to see that you're living the life that yes, Josh, I think every, everyone yes. wants to live. That's, that's so yes. cool. So thank yes. you for coming on. I really enjoyed having you on again. Sorry about that network error. No, but no, no thank worries. You for, thank, thank you for coming on. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, everyone, as you can tell, that is Kimberly Bell. As you can tell, she's a very intelligent person, has great things to say. I would go check out her books. It's on Amazon. She dropped her details there. And see you guys next week. We have a great guest lined up for you guys. See you guys next week and let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We could not have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and fill out the form there. Thank you guys again, and let's get after it.